0: You're listening to a message from Every Nation, Canberra. In this message, Pastor Joe Soulet uses the story of Abraham and Isaac in Genesis 22, verses 1 to 14, to illustrate how we can respond to what God calls us to do, and how He is able to provide what we need to accomplish His purposes through us. Good morning, everyone. Why don't you say hello to the person seated beside you? It's so nice to see all of you today, and I'm very, very excited because we are doing something different today. In fact, we are going to do this for the very first time in church. We're starting a five part series with uh, every Saturday we'll be showing thought provoking short films to help us deepen our understanding on some biblical stories that we probably are very well familiar with. We are going to actually have five movie shown in the next five Saturdays. Today, we're going to talk about Abraham's faith. Next week, The Widow and the Oil. On the 24th, The Life That Matters. On March 2, The Exercise of Faith. And we'll end on March 9 with Abraham's Reward. May I just ask you to open your Bibles to Genesis chapter 22, verses 1 to 14. And maybe we can have the curtains up again. Uh, You can scan the code here if you don't have your physical Bibles with you. And let's just take a moment to read the verses together Genesis chapter 22, verses 1 to 14. After these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. He said, Take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah. And offer him there as a burnt offering in one of the mountains, of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him and his son Isaac. And he cut the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. On the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw a place from afar. Then Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey, and I and the boy will go over there and worship and come again to you. For now I know that you fear God, seeing you have not withheld your son, your only son from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked and behold, behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by his thorns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called the name of that place, the Lord will provide as it is said to this day, on the Mount of the Lord, It shall be provided. So we've probably heard of this story before. We've read it many times. But as I said, summer at the movies, you don't have the popcorns, but sit back and relax and let's watch uh, what we've just read, movie version. We regret that we cannot play the audio of this film. However, a link to the film has been supplied in the podcast notes. Lord, we thank you for your word today. We thank you that you have opened our eyes to a new truth about who you are. Help us to have an open heart and an open mind to understand the message of this story. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. We've read the verse. We've seen the movie. And sometimes it's different if you just read it and you actually see the emotions, and and the feelings involved, I I can't help but cry when I was watching that movie. The love of a father for his son, and God asking him, give him to me. Imagine the conflict that's going on in his heart. Should I or should I not? There's a book called The Father Offers His Son, and it shares six insights, six learnings, six lessons from this story. And I would like to share it with you. And I would like you to keep your Bibles open because we will be looking back at the verses, specifically the first few verses. Genesis chapter 22, verse 1. Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, we saw it, God calling Abraham. And what did Abraham say? Here I am. The first lesson that we learn today is this. Abraham was ready to obey God. Why was Abraham ready to obey God? Why was he willing to sacrifice his son? The answer is simple because he heard from God. And when he said, here I am, he was saying, Lord, I'm ready to obey. I'm ready to follow your will. Jacob, Moses, Samuel, and Isaiah, they have one thing in common. They said, here I am, before even listening or hearing what God has to say, before even God revealing His desire for them. You know, when God called us to leave a very comfortable place in the Philippines 11 years ago, I was struggling inside because I didn't know why. I didn't ask him, Lord, why? I didn't ask him how. We just packed our things and we left everything behind. If he told me that I wouldn't be financially uh, well off here, that I wouldn't find a job ever, I would have said no. I was able to find a job for six months, and that's it in the past 11 years of our stay here. How do you think would I I, I have responded if God said, this is what's going to happen to you? I would have said no, definitely. Our response to God's call should not be based on what God is asking us to do or what we are going to get in return. When God calls, we don't ask why. Just like Abraham, we should be ready to obey. I personally had doubts when God asked us to move here. Why? Because it didn't make sense to me. We have a very good life in the Philippines. I have a career in in media in the Philippines. I have a very good business in the Philippines. There was no economic reason for us to leave the Philippines. And it just didn't make sense, which brings us to lesson number two. Abraham obeyed God when it did not make sense. Chapter 22, verse 2. Take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains, which I shall tell you. It was difficult for Abraham for two reasons. Number one, it meant sacrificing the son whom he loved. And I want you to underline that word love in that verse because it was the very first time that the word love was mentioned in the Bible. It was never mentioned during Adam and Eve, during Noah. It was the very first time that love was mentioned in the Bible. It didn't make sense to Abraham because remember, God promised him that he will have descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky. And in Genesis, it said, in Isaac, your seed shall be called. When God commanded Abraham to sacrifice Isaac, he didn't have any sons. He was just a young boy. And Abraham was probably thinking, how is this going to be? The dilemma is that God promised me a lot of descendants through Isaac. But I have to sacrifice him before he even gets married. But despite any confusion, Abraham obeyed. God's word might not always make sense, but we must still obey. We read in Isaiah, it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, my ways are not your ways. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts we will not always understand why God does the things that He does. We might not always understand why God asks us to do things that He wants us to do. But even those times, we must trust and obey. Lesson number three, Abraham did not delay in obeying. Verse three, So Abraham, remember, he rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him, Isaac his son, and he split the wood for the burnt offering himself, and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. Abraham obeyed immediately. Delayed obedience is disobedience. In James 4.17, it says, to him who knows to do good and does not do it, Do it. to him it is sin. When we know what God is asking us to do, putting it off is the same as not doing it. I know there are times when you tell God, maybe tomorrow or maybe I'll do it when I'm ready. But putting off what God is asking you to do, is the same as disobeying Him. Lesson number four, Abraham would not let anyone interfere with him obeying. Verse 4, On the third day, Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place from afar. Then Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. You could have imagined how they would have reacted when they saw Abraham sacrificing Isaac. They would have restrained him and prevented him from doing it. And Abraham didn't want any distractions. He didn't want any of his uh, desire to follow God to be thwarted. When you decide to follow God, you have to be watchful of anything or anyone who would keep you from doing what God is calling you to do. Lesson number five, Abraham understood that obedience is worship. If you recall what he was telling Isaac, verse 5 stay here with the donkey and I and the boy my son will go over there and worship abraham knew that he had to do something that was against his will but he still followed abraham knew that he was going to sacrifice his son but what did he tell the the, the two young men he said we will go and worship my sacrifice is my worship When we hear of worship, we think of like songs being sung, shouting for joy, and even kneeling in prayer. But to Abraham, sacrificing his son was worship because he understood in his heart that worship takes place when we obey God. He said, the boy and I, we will worship. And Abraham was not the only one worshiping on the mountain that day. He said Isaac would worship, too, because he saw Isaac's submission. Now, people are saying what you saw in the movie might really have happened. Isaac might have, like, resisted being bound. But he eventually submitted. Right? He saw Isaac's submission something that requires immense obedience, even for Isaiah, an act of worship too. We should live obediently to God, that our very lives, our everyday lives, our sacrifices, complete surrender and submission is the greatest worship we can provide. And it does not take place on one day per week. It's, a day, it's something that we do on a daily basis. Lesson number six. We know that Abraham trusted God. Verse five. Stay here with the donkey, and I and the boy will go over there and worship, and will come again to you. How did you think Abraham reconciled the dilemma that God promised him children, lots of them, through Isaac, But ironically, commanding him to sacrifice him. How could you possibly put that together? That I will have a lot of children through Isaac, but then again, I have to give him up. The answer can be found in his statement to his servants. He said, wait for us. We will worship and we will come back. Sometimes it's hard to trust God when we are in seemingly impossible situations. What could be more impossible than Isaac did? What could be even more impossible than him being raised from the dead? And not only that, being raised from ashes. Remember, he was going to burn Isaac as an offering. But then Abraham expected that he would sacrifice Isaac, but return with him. What was probably going on in Abraham's mind? Number one, either God was lying about his promise that he would have many descendants. You know, even before in Hebrews, when we read that it is impossible for God to lie, Abraham, by faith, believed in his heart that God will never lie, that God will keep his promises. Or Abraham had to believe that, God, that the God he obeyed would be able to do something that he has never done before. Remember, there were no recorded of God raising people from the dead before Genesis 22. The first record of God raising someone from the dead will be found in Kings chapter 17, when Elijah raised someone. So there was no like, conscious knowledge of Abraham that God has brought someone to life. But he still believed and had faith. Abraham had a choice, but it was a difficult choice. He either says yes to God or say no, I wouldn't do it. He could have made a whole disclosure or whole discourse to God, telling him, I can't. You know, Isaac is my life, and you promised me to have many descendants through him. Can you blame Abraham by you know, by by his actions of defending his his stand not to sacrifice Isaac. No. After all, this is the most human and relatable response to the situation. But Abraham, he trusted the Lord. I do not know what's going on in your life right now. But if you have trouble trusting God in a certain situation, if you are worried about your children, if you are worried about paying the bills, if you're worried about your job, if you're worried about not having a job, worried about your finances, your life, if you are worried about tomorrow, I hope that you find encouragement in Genesis chapter 22. 2,000 years before the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, Abraham and Isaac foreshadowed God's plan for humanity. God promised a substitute sacrifice. The sinless, spotless lamb was sacrificed so that Isaac could live. That he would send his beloved son, the one whom he loved, as a sacrifice to pay for the wages of sin that we will never be able to pay. I love this story because it teaches us how important faith and obediences to the fulfillment of God's promises in our life. If you want God to fulfill His promise in your life, you need faith and you need to obey. Much as this story is something that would make people want to believe in the God that Abraham served, I believe that this rather disturbing or distressing account is revealed to help people who believe you and me, to make sense out of our most difficult circumstances. It is for us believers who face seemingly impossible situations to, number one, be ready to obey God, even if you don't understand why or how, and not to delay, but to actually have faith and courage to do it. Because delayed obedience is disobedience. Focusing on our goal and resisting any distraction. Knowing in our heart that to worship God is to obey God. My prayer is that even in the last minute, even when you are at the end of the line, or you're holding on to the last strand of the rope, that you will hold on to your faith and believe that you serve a God who provides. Or your worries will end where your faith begins. Even if there seems to be no way, I've experienced that this year, God will make a path for you. Because if God brings you to it, He will see you through it. Remember that. Where God guides, he provides. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank You for Your Word today. We thank You that we are able to understand the depth, the meaning, and the love that we read and that we saw in Genesis 22. Lord, in times when we feel discouraged with the trials that will come along our way, Help us to go back and remember your promise. Help us to say, here I am, Lord. I'm ready to obey. Even if I don't understand, even if it doesn't make sense, I will act on it and I'll do it now. In faith and in obedience, I will worship you because you are a God who keeps his promises. You are Jehovah Jireh, my God who provides. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Yes, Let's give God a praise. So, thank you so much for coming here today. Next week, we'll have another mini movie about the woman and her oil, which is going to be very interesting as well. You can invite your friends as well if you want to. So, thank you. God bless you all. Have a great weekend. We love you. See you next week. You just heard a message from Every Nation Canberra. For more podcasts and for more information on Every Nation Canberra, please visit everynationcanberra.org. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash and on Instagram at instagram.com slash We meet every Saturday at 104 The Valley Avenue, Gungalin. Would you like to be connected to a tag group? Email us at everynationcanra at gmail.com.